0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth, and on my producer Taylor because I am in Texas. Anyways, I just messed up another intro, so I'm now re-recording, but I started off by saying the month of February, and then I realized it's March 3rd, which I personally do not feel pre- prepared for. I don't know why I am stuttering all of a sudden. Um, yeah, I don't feel like i am mentally in the month of march so i i just don't really feel great about it you know but anyways i was going to say february has really been a month of Moving, new routines, figuring it out. Um, update I did find somewhere in Dallas that I love working out at. It's class studios. Um, the spin class with Paige is the best spin class ever. And I used to be a soul cycle snob. I hate even starting off this podcast saying that because everyone's gonna click out and hate me. Trust me, I I'm not the worst. I I think. Okay, but um normally I'm like, okay, I yeah, know spin class compares. Um, this one is actually better which is a very big statement i know but it's just the truth so if you guys live in dallas you guys should go say i sent you i you know just do whatever you want oh my gosh guys I cannot believe that I was just going to go about my entire intro without mentioning this. Today is a very, very, very exciting day for the I Love You So Much listeners because we have new merch out. I would have someone do a drum roll here, but I'm just in my house with my dog and it's impossible because my mic is actually pretty heavy, not going to lie. About a week ago, uh, maybe a week and a half ago, I was just sitting exactly where I'm sitting right now in my house. And then I was like, you know what? Just thinking about merch and blah, 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 whatever. And then I was like, wait a second. I need to come out with Yeehaw merch. So, we now have gray crewnecks that say Yeehaw in it. It's the, um, the the font is actually called Couture, but it is the quote-unquote Chanel font. So, it looks very cute, very fun, funny. Um, Yeehaw's kind of in right now. Like, Yeehaw is in, actually. Um, if you guys got my email newsletter this morning, Yeehaw is in was the subject. So, you know, that's just kind of my mood. I thought it was the perfect thing to come out with with my transition back to texas so if you guys want to shop any of this merch all the old merch is actually available on amazon as well as our new yeehaw crew neck guys i absolutely love it i'm so excited i feel like this is going to be maybe our most popular piece yet i don't want to jinx it but i just feel like a lot of you kind of like resonate with me on the yeehaw spirit so if you guys pick it up Please let me know and post screenshots of your order or whatever you guys do and it will literally make my entire day I'm so excited for this and I think you guys will be as well Anyways on to our little week intro So I have a lot of kind of current favorites obsessions We need to like come up with our own name for this Everyone does this but they have their own name for it And I don't want to be like I love these things so much because that's just too much You know what I mean? So if any of you guys have a better idea as to what I can you know rename my current obsessions let me know but not gonna lie the past like probably five days have been a little bit rough I spent a majority of them inside my house which is actually pretty ideal for me so I spent a lot of time reading I got Jessica Simpson's memoir her I think believe it's called open book yeah best book ever ever I freaking loved it everything about it it was just so good oh my god she tells you guys everything about her Nicholas Shea um relationship marriage divorce Tony Romo John Mayer like nothing's off the table it's so good and in all seriousness like it's actually really just a really freaking good book she just is very honest open with her story she talks a lot about her faith like it's just such a good book 10 out of 10 recommend. So that inspired me to then buy Demi Moore's immediately after finishing. So I'm currently, I believe I started it last night and I'm like midway through that one as well. That one's really great, but I will give you guys updates when I'm done. Also, okay, literally all these obsessions are books or what I've been watching. So Ashley Graham has a podcast called Pretty Big Deal. I've never actually listened to it as a podcast, but currently right on my TV, I have them on all the time. So they record them as videos. It's basically like a really cool laid back, better talk show she's had kim kardashian Shane mitchell whitney cummings like so many freaking people anyways i want to be ashley graham when i grow up she's actually my new favorite person i am literally obsessed with her she's just the best person ever all right guys so i feel like this has been a little bit of a longer intro but today's episode is actually one that i am so excited for it's Becca Tilly so Becca Tilly also has another podcast with her best friend Tanya Rad called the Scrubbing In Podcast she was on The Bachelor I've actually never really watched The Bachelor so I know her from her podcast and her Instagram and I just think that she is the best like there are some days when I leave the studio feeling so amazing and that is how I felt the day after I recorded with her I was just in the best mood because she seriously is just the sweetest person ever and I love her and i want her to be like my new best friend and i'm just obsessed with her she's the best person ever guys so nice so down to earth just like the coolest girl ever we talk about so many things but without further ado um let's get into the episode because i will just keep talking for the next 10 years hi hi We just had a really big conversation about Olivia Pope, air fryers. We've really gotten deep about the air fryers. We're really excited about the air fryers. We skimmed the
1: surface of Olivia Pope, but yeah. the air fryer thing the got deep. The air fryer was really, really a <laughs>
0: thing. Know. Okay, so do you want to quickly start off by doing a little one-minute bio? Yeah, I mean, well, I
1: hate talking about myself. I, know,
0: I almost feel bad that I make people do this, <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, people like sell themselves short, and I'm like, no, you know? It's a healthy exercise, really. Exactly, it really is.
1: Hello, my name is Becca Tilly. You probably know me from The Bachelor. I was on two seasons back-to-back because I thought that would be a good idea to get dumped twice in a row. (laughs) And now I have a podcast actually with my best friend, Tanya. It's called Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. I am, I cringe to say it, but I'm an Instagram influencer, I sometimes prefer digital influencer. It sounds yeah. a little bit cooler. When an Uber driver asks what I do, I normally say I'm like in the medical field just because it's my dream and they don't know any <laughs> yeah. different. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm doing. Did I make it over a minute? No, that was perfect.
0: <laughs> where are you from? Louisiana. Okay, I'm from Texas. So close. Wait, where? Yeah, Dallas. Oh, I'm from Shreveport. Oh, okay. Yeah, literally. People go there all the time. I what? Really? Yeah, because a lot of people whose grandparents live there. Okay. I... Okay. Know. I Actually, just got a house there, so I'm gonna like start being back and forth. And now? I just, yeah, I oh. just like freaking love Texas in the South, but I also love LA. So it's like I get best at both worlds now. Do you miss Whataburger when you're oh here? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I miss Whataburger, I think, more than I miss any people in the South. <laughs> no, oh, it's shit. like seriously, it's so good. I, you know, they have them in Arizona. They do. Yeah, I'm not opposed to making a trip. (laughs) I've gone before. Not just for that. That was just like, you know, part of the plan. Yeah. And it was worth it. I went like two weekends ago. I know. How do you pass that without stopping? It's so... The honey butter chicken biscuit. Get a number 25 (laughs) extra honey butter. That's the only way to go. You have to go between 11 p.m. and 11 a.m. That's your only option. (laughs) Literally, that's the only option. Yeah, that is a late night drunk food. It's so freaking good. Okay, so... I know probably everyone in the world knows you from The Bachelor. I need to watch The Bachelor. My issue is that now I just feel like I'm around too many people and I know too much to where like I need to move back to Texas and then I can watch it again. But I just found out I think I like that may not even be the case next season because I think I already so just like I'm really having struggles. (laughs) I'm like I needed to watch it before I knew people and like you just I don't know like I'm so out of the loop. I feel like I always joke that I feel uncultured. Like, that's, like, stupid. Because i bachelor? Because I like, don't know anything. <laughs> but honestly, from Twitter, I feel like I know I so know. much. So I feel like I'm kind of, you know, I know you, know. you know what's so funny? So I didn't
1: start watching it until I was on it. So the mm-hmm. first season I was on was the first season I had ever watched. Like, if my friends were watching it, I'd watch episodes here and there. Yeah. But I didn't have that, like, need to watch it. Like, I feel like it's so much more of a social gathering now. Yes. Like, I get what you're saying. Because, like... Monday nights, it's like, everyone's coming over for The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And if you don't watch it, you're like,
0: eh, yeah. Well, out. here's my thing. Every single season that rolls around, my intent is to watch the show and to like go with friends and like watch The Bachelor and all of this stuff. And then I just forget about it. And so then I'm like, <laughs> well, too late. I have to start next season. And that's happened for the past. Like, I literally, I really am like, I have to start now. So I will be starting, but I did find you from your podcast, actually. Oh
1: I God, think, that's amazing. Ago. The Bachelor was both times, actually, were two of the greatest times of my life. Like mm-hmm. If I could relive those days, it was so much fun. And I'll be grateful forever because I've everything I've gotten to do has been because I was on The Bachelor. But it's really cool when people come up to me and it's like, I love your podcast yeah. and not really about The Bachelor because it's been a while since I've been on. So it's only natural that you move on from that at some point, but it's cool.
0: I mean, I really appreciate the fact that you know me from that podcast. Yeah, it's cool. Like I started on YouTube and now when people come up to me, honestly, not more often, but like when people come up to me and they're like, oh, I listen to your podcast, that almost means more to me. (laughs) Well, because it's like you, it's like your
1: next step and it's, it's scary starting something new. And so when you get recognition or people acknowledge what you've been working on past what everyone else has known you
0: from originally, it feels like, successful. Mm-hmm. And like naturally you're going to transition into yeah. things. And so it's just cool. Okay. We're going to do hot seat. Okay. My favorite segment of the show. Starting off with my favorite question. Okay. Best purchase you've made under $100 in the past six months. So I have two things that I like pop up in my
1: mind. I bought these blue light glasses off of Amazon and I don't even know if they work, honestly. Like I don't know if blue light glasses are a real thing. But they're so cute, and I'm so proud of them, and I want to start wearing them in like my everyday life. But I'm nervous that people are gonna be able to tell that I'm a fraud. But they're <laughs> really cute, so yeah. that's been one. And then I purchased Friends, the Friends oh, seasons, yeah. which I think because I only purchased a few of them, I think I stay under 100. But I've been really sad missing them on Netflix. R&B. So I yeah, so I'm just having to get my fix because I've been listening to a lot of true crime podcasts and like watching docu series on true crime. So I'm dark. Yeah. So I need the friends to like
0: like right before you go to bed. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know what's interesting though that I just thought of, I feel like I'm Nancy Drew. So (laughs) well, R.I.P. Friends on Netflix Mm -hmm. would love to know whose idea that was. Take that off. Like not a good idea. But (laughs) they're posting together so much. Maybe they're doing something. Okay. So I have this
1: theory that they went off Netflix. First of all, I think it was so expensive to have them on Netflix. Oh, for for sure. For sure. They have endless amounts of money, right? Judging by
0: how much the seasons cost,
1: oh my gosh, yes. Okay, yeah. So, but my theory also is that they're doing some sort of reunion through another network. So they had to take it off. That would
0: make the most sense.
1: Yeah, so they're specifically going to be on another network and that's what the transition was. Everyone's devastated. It feels like part of my day has gone awry.
0: Yeah, I grew up like with friends always just like on the TV, always around. I don't even think I've ever watched it just like from start to finish, but I know the whole show (laughs) just like collectively over my life. I would watch like Friends. Full House and Legally Blonde. That's like what I grew up on. That's what I remember the most. Legally Blonde was just like on throughout the day? No, I went through (laughs) this one phase. No, in my room, not throughout my house. I went through this one phase where I would just watch it over and over again. It was just, I don't know. But now I'm on (laughs) to Olivia Pope. Okay. So have you ever watched Grey's Anatomy? Yes. Okay. Did you have
1: that moment of wanting to be Meredith Grey? Yeah, I think everyone has. Okay. So I went through that and then scandal came and next I was like, I have to be Olivia Pope. Like, how do I get into
0: How do I figure that out? (laughs) How do I
1: wear a power suit every day? How do I navigate that? You know? I mean, I feel jealous that you're living through it with new eyes, new ears, new experiences. There's
0: nothing like just watching a new show. And it's like, yeah, I'll watch like Grey's Anatomy as a show that you can always have playing Mm because you know it. Like, that was another show, actually, my mom's favorite show ever. But like, there's just something about watching a new show because you don't get those days back, you know? No, it's you really don't. True. <laughs>
1: and there's you can binge the full season. You're not waiting for new episodes. Exactly. It's over. I
0: was just telling her, I'm no, I'm not sick anymore. I was so sick last week. It's end of January now, at some point in January. I'm on season four, like episode eight already, because I couldn't leave my bed for a week. And I just like wanna finish, but I'll be so heartbroken when I do. So I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe I should chill.
1: You're gonna have to find a new show. I like will.
0: I will. I mm. want to watch Cheer now. Oh my god! That's why I need things. I was just about to say you have to watch it's, Cheer. I'm from Texas. I know girls who have cheered for them. Like I know like a lot of people in my hometown. So it's like all over Facebook, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh!" We're like, "I cheered the wrong season." Like, <laughs> do you want to know the the saddest thing ever? So I
1: watched it all day in bed one day. It wasn't sick; just a normal day for yep. me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like obsessed with all of them, but like monica i'm like i want monica to be proud of me she's the coach and i go on instagram and see that she follows me oh my god! So i freak out i like tweet about it and then i post it and she responds like reposts and is like i love you too whatever so i'm like wow we're friends now last night there was a spotify grammys party that i was supposed to go to but i had another event and so we got there late and it was just too crowded the whole cheer cast was there I, I would saw, have lost it, too. I would have been uh, so uncool.
0: I saw a friend post a photo with the Masai in that, and that must have been it. I didn't even make the connection. Wow.
1: Well, once you watch it, you'll really understand why this is, like, devastating. Oh, yeah. Devastating.
0: No, my roommate is, like, soccer player, college soccer player, like, also from Texas. Like, not someone that you would think would be diehard for this <laughs> cheer show. And she's like, Kinsey, you have to watch it. I'm, like, sent me photos of her crying watching it in the oh, other yes. rooms. Like, Very heard, emotional. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Okay, that was my next thing. Okay, next question. What is your, like, favorite character? karaoke song, like your go-to if you were to just belt something out in the car, get a little stage, go to a karaoke bar. Probably Alone,
1: the Celine Dion version, it's like, really, honestly, anything Celine Dion. I feel like that's a solid answer. Like You can't. That's perfect. But for some reason, the thought of belting out Alone felt like the most karaoke moment. Yeah. But there's something about singing with Celine that makes you think that you can sing. Yeah. And one time... I won't say when this happened, but one time, I recorded just a recording of myself singing, like on my phone alone. It wasn't as good as I. I thought. think
0: everyone has done that because yeah. you like think, oh, maybe I can sing, or maybe I'm a good singer. Yeah. And you listen back, and you're like, oh.
1: Well, you hear it, and you're like acoustics. You're singing like in the shower in the bath, and you're like, God, I'm amazing. <laughs> I really am awesome. Like and then Paul I think Simon like, Cowell. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, like recording myself. And not having the backup of, like, the radio, it brought me down, humbled me. Yeah. So, yeah. But anything Celine,
0: I feel like, is classic. No, that's perfect. What's your karaoke song? I have... Okay, I think... This isn't even really what I would say, but this is (laughs) Too Little, Too Late by JoJo. Oh, my God. That, I'm going to have to... Classic. I love her more than anything. There's, like, two people in this world that I will ever, like, I'm the last person to ever fangirl. I've met probably every single person in the world. I don't care. Like, you live in LA. It's just, like, not cool anymore. But (laughs) JoJo and Casey Musgraves, like, that's Oh, my gosh. Like, that's a good pick, right? JoJo, I mean, unexpected twist, to be
1: honest, because if you've met everyone and that's the one that would get to you. But she does have some, it's funny that you choose too little too late and not get out, leave.
0: Okay guys, really quickly, we're going to talk about another current obsession of mine, Best Fiends. You guys know because I've talked about this in quite a few other episodes, but I am obsessed with Best Fiends and it has been just such a fun thing for me to do. So if you guys are looking for a fun way to pass the time while also engaging your brain, your answer is Best Fiends. I am someone who doesn't really necessarily like to waste time. So if I'm playing a game, I love that this is also like engaging your brain. There's a lot of strategy in this. Best Fiends is a casual game that literally anyone can play, but it is made for adults. So you can spend as much time or as little time as you'd like in the game. I have mentioned recently um, when I was living in LA full time that I had this problem where I'm chronically early to Everything like literally everything because traffic is crazy. You don't know if you can find parking I don't want to be late So I get to everything so early and I just sit in my car and I end up wasting just like 20 minutes in my car Like scrolling Instagram or whatever and I ended up replacing that with best fiends So whether you guys are looking to kind of maximize time or also kind of wind down best fiends is for you I would also like to point out this is a five-star rated game And you get really invested because it's actually challenging so then you're just obsessed because you can't stop playing until you win. If you guys are playing, please let me know. Join our Facebook group and I want to see your progress. I'll share mine as well, but only if I'm winning and beating you guys, you know? Just kidding, I'll share it. So again, guys, Best Fiends is a unique and exciting puzzle experience. Unlike any other puzzle games out there, Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events so it never gets old. My personal favorite thing about the game is that it doesn't require internet to play, so it's the perfect game for traveling. You can play anywhere. Plane, subway, whatever it might be. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That is friends without the R, Best Fiends. All right, I hope you guys are enjoying the episode and let's get back to it. I think Too Little Too Late just reminds me, honestly, that would be the second one, but Too Little Too Late just like, It brings me back to a certain time of being, like, six years old, basically. There's photos of me that I have on, like, Christmas or something. I don't even know what it was, but it's, like, me and my sister and my cousin. And I'm holding the, like, JoJo CD, the classic (laughs) one. And then, like, a stuck-in-the-suburbs CD. Like, that was the time frame. So, I'm OG. I've listened to JoJo every single week of my entire life. So, she would,
1: she would like, get you in a fangirl state? Oh, 100%. Who have you met that, like, you were just chill around?
0: Well, I just go to out. church with, like, everyone. So, like, oh, you're just yeah. around them all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Which church is? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, you just go to, like, there's just a lot of people around everywhere in LA, right. especially in, like, church scenes. So, like, things just aren't cool anymore. Because it's, like, you go to church like with people and it's, like, no Yeah. It's, like, that's what I was trying to explain to someone I was, like, who was talking in Texas. And I'm, like, when you live here, it's just not as cool when you just are around it more i guess i don't know it's just i know especially when you like go to a normal social event type thing where everyone's normal I'm like imagine and t- i guess you can't compare that to texas <laughs> i know but you know yeah, what i can't
1: i totally get it it's funny that someone said that justin bieber was like leading worship at church yeah. last week and i'm like it's
0: just casual you know, it, it, like, but actually i'm like that's what it's like to live here it <laughs> happens okay what is your fast food order from where anywhere your favorite fast food order sorry i forgot the word favorite
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm like a fast food connoisseur so like mcdonald's i switch it up between a cheeseburger and nuggets sometimes i get both if i'm really just needing you're feeling it yeah if you're feeling it fries dr pepper always i'm really into you know chick-fil-a nuggets the sandwich I could what talk sauce about you fast get? food all day. Sauce is, well, it changes up everywhere. So it, McDonald's nuggets have to go into regular honey. Oh, wow. I've never yeah. even heard of that. It's something you should try. Wait, what about Chick-fil-A though? Chick-fil-a, I go Chick-fil-a sauce or Same. Polynesian sauce. Same, yeah. actually. Yeah. I like my fries in the Polynesian sauce. I like my nuggets in the, yeah. the Chick-fil-a sauce.
0: Yeah, and you have to like really tell them that you need the sauce yeah, yeah. and make sure they don't chip <laughs> you because they're known to do that. They're very kind, but they're... they're, very, they're they'll give it to you, but you do have to ask. <laughs> yeah, you do have to ask. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk a little bit about this Instagram photo that you recently posted that has... Well, it started as a story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you posted it to your feed. So thank God, because I have it. And I think I've literally seen every single person I follow on social media repost this. I had a moment the other day that really changed my perspective on how I view my physical appearance. I was thinking no one has ever impacted me by being beautiful or having a perfect body. In my Get my initial attention or even be inspiring, but it's never been the reason I remember them. I'm impacted by people for their kindness, their loyalty, their patience, their generosity, their vulnerability, etc. I've never said she changed my life because she was pretty and skinny. We spend so much time worrying about the thing that means the least to people. Wow. Oh. Beautiful <laughs> words. Thanks.
1: It was so funny. I was sitting in my bathtub and I like was like grabbing like a stomach roll and I was like, ugh got to get rid of this and then I had this moment of being like I was thinking about going to an event like a social event because we do a lot of those and they're really fun but you do go through this it's like this weird comparison thing because you have it on Instagram and then you go to these events and it's like am I skinny enough is my outfit cute enough is my hair good enough and then I was like no one like, if they care if it's even a thought it's so fleeting yeah and what matters like what do I remember people by it's the people who come up to me and talk to me in a situation where I feel uncomfortable or they make me feel comfortable or are nice to me or they compliment me. It's never been like that I remembered anything about them of physical appearance. So I think it was just a reminder. And someone asked about, I think that was a response to someone asking about self-confidence or how to deal with insecurities. And that was my perspective. And it's totally changed how I think about everything. Mm -hmm. So it's been cool. It was cool to see it like go around so many times and see so many people repost it. It was very unexpected and it was cool to like see that it impacted people the way that it impacted me when I initially had the thought.
0: I think too, I would even argue like people, like someone can be physically beautiful, Mm -hmm. but their personality can really just ruin it and how they treat people. yeah, of course. And then suddenly I'm like, I don't even think you're pretty anymore (laughs) because you're so mean. (laughs) Like it's just not, I don't know, I think I was actually recently talking about this, but I think people are so focused on like what they want to do. So especially I think living in a city that's a little bit, I don't want to say it's a little bit more career focused, but I think it is more career focused yeah. than like. There's a, an agenda. I yeah, say. more of an agenda, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And it's so inspiring and it's really cool to see. But at the same time, I think people are so focused on getting where they want to be that they don't focus on like who they are. Mm-hmm. There's a quote, too. I said this today, but it's something... I don't know. My pastor always says this. Something about, like, your talent will get you through the door, but your character will keep you there. Mm -hmm. Something like that. And I think about that all the time because it's, like, or, like, grace will get you there or whatever Mm -hmm. it might be. And especially now, kind of, like, doing what we're doing and, like, working with teams and stuff, people talk. Mm -hmm. And, like, especially in, like, a network of people, right? So let's say someone... So-and-so does a show with someone else and then they were really rude. Yeah, yeah. And then they asked to go on your show and it's like, I've turned so many people down because people that I trust were like, oh, or like my producer or like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. I mean, your character is what your reputations built. You know, people aren't like, she was horribly rude and mean, but she's really pretty. So I think we, you know, it's always like people remember how you treat them and that's positive or negative. Like I remember, you know, we always talk about you'll have a 100 nice comments and then there's one that's mean. And why do we we focus on the negative one? Yeah. So like whether you're remembering people, they've impacted you. It's all based on how they made you feel, whether it was positive or negative. But it's very rarely, like you said, you're not like, oh, she's so pretty. I'm going to have her on the podcast. Yeah. You're like, no, I don't want someone who's has a bad reputation of treating
0: people poorly. It's so true. Like how Our character is what we're remembered by. When I think of qualities that I really love about people, and something like that, I'm like, I really want to be that. It's like a confidence that someone is just really comfortable with themselves. Mm -hmm. And like being confident is not being cocky. Like not the same thing. There's a very big difference. Like there's not even a thin line. Like there's just a big difference. (laughs) It's so true. I'm like I don't know where that thin line thing came from. But I think there's like a humble confidence Mm -hmm. and they're so comfortable with themselves and who they are that they make you feel comfortable. Yeah. You know when people are like really insecure which we've all have been this and they're like a little bit more like snappy or like just I don't know they're like missing the mark somewhere uh-huh. and then you're like this is just a really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. thing and like I don't want to be there and like there's something weird about this and I think like to me what I love the most about someone is when they're so they have such a humble confidence mm-hmm. I guess is the way I would yeah say. and
1: it's so true like when you're around someone who's insecure or they're like really nitpicking themselves it puts you in that mindset yes. and you're like do I need to start doing that? Like, I wasn't doing that before, but now am I focused on, like, picking myself apart? And it really is important to pick those people that you spend your time with because it can either build you up or it can Mm -hmm. bring you down, like, who you surround yourself with.
0: Yes, last, I want to say fall, I was just around people that, just a few people that I, like, love and adore, but I think they were just kind of going through a Mm -hmm. weird time. I know now they were going through a weird time. I didn't know that at the time. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. I think it's when you're going through a weird time and then you're like a little more insecure and then very nitpicky and like just kind of tearing everyone down and like like you said, you'll get a hundred compliments and you'll get one yeah. thing. And it was like someone that I really looked up to. So it like really was bothering me. Yeah, But it was very like, I don't know. I mean, obviously just like having a social media following people automatically assume that you're stuck up. That's like yeah. a thing. And then also it's just like, if the wrong person's looking at it, it looks very like narcissistic. Mm-hmm. I guess it can be like in a way for right. sure. But like, that's not like, I don't think either of us are out there like doing that because it's, like, we're obsessed with ourselves, right. you know? Yeah, like, that's, know. I'm, like, I'm actually really bored with myself. Like, I would, please let me do something that has nothing to do with me. Like, I think, like, we were talking about, like, projects and stuff, and I was, like, I swear if Kenzie Elizabeth is on one more thing, I'm gonna lose my mind. But I did go through a period of time where I was, like, way more insecure, and I've never been, like, I think I've always had this very naive confidence because mm-hmm. I, like, moved here young and, like, mm-hmm. I was just too young to like know any better. Right. So it wasn't even like, oh, I'm so confident. It was just like, oh, I'm naive. So therefore I'm confident. Yeah. But I just remember like, I really let that get to me. Like, I hate that I even let it like live in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, the thought was even there because it's like, I know that's not who I am and I know that's not mm-hmm. what I'm doing but it just sucks because it's like I let that bother me you know
1: I know it drives me crazy I had a moment I think it was last year and someone sent me this like nasty message it was it wasn't even in relation to anything she just like listed a bunch of things she didn't like about me and I posted it and jokingly was like I love my fans you know (laughs) But really, it really hurt me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to actually explain how this made me feel because I didn't want people to think that I'm just like, I don't care about what anyone says because I'm a human being. And so then I posted, you know what? Like this actually, that message really did bother me. And it kind of made me so aware of how cruel and mean people can, It's total strangers can be. And the amount of messages I got that were like so kind and uplifting. I cried all day because I cried from the initial message mm-hmm. and then I cried because of kindness. And I do have to remind myself, a hundred people are kind. If one's bad, you got to focus on the hundred. Yeah. You know, even I, though it's hard.
0: <laughs> no, it is hard, but I don't know. I think obviously to being on like social media of any sort. I hate being like influencer. Like I started this and influencer wasn't a term. <laughs> yeah. So like, I feel like I should be grandfathered into whatever it was before. What was it before? I, it was just like YouTuber. Like it wasn't anything. And then the way I phrase it, this is total tangent there. Someone said like digital creator or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like anything else. Like I literally anything else. I normally just like, oh, I have a podcast. Like I avoid the word all the time. No, oh, so someone wrong. referred to me as a podcaster the other day. I was like, I'll take that. Yeah. I'm like, sure. Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. But something else that I like love, I don't even know what I was saying before, but something else that I love in someone is like generosity. Mm-hmm. And I think obviously like financially, that's amazing. Right. I think, but there's so many other ways to be generous. Yeah. Like you have time, you have like talents. Like we, they talk about this at church all the time. Like there's so many other things, but I think even in like connecting people, mm-hmm. so not even necessarily in, like, a networking kind of deal, it can be that. And it's like, oh, I think you guys would work together really great. Like, oh, this person would be awesome. Like, I'm always down to do that. Yeah. But I think, too, just in the sense of, like, if you know someone, like, needs a friend and then you also know someone who would be a great friend, like, things like that. Like, just connecting people. Yeah. And, like, I don't know why my dad is like this. So I think I got it from him. So I never really thought about it. And then I started to see, like, other people. Because I guess as you get older, like, that becomes more of a thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love that about you. And they were like, I mean, it's not anything like whatever, yeah. but it is it is such an like, amazing trait to have because I feel like people, whether it's money or whatever they have, whatever sort of like quote unquote success or mm-hmm. like job, like you can think so small to mm-hmm. think that like you really control it and like mm-hmm. you have to like hoard it to yeah. yourself and it's like, there's enough room for everyone to succeed. I just think like the world of the generous gets larger. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's why people who are generous are typically nicer, be- more beautiful, <laughs> have a greater presence, you know? <laughs> it's
1: true. I'm. It's so funny you say that, like getting older, like the things that, you appreciate more when someone compliments you. And I remember uh, I was at a birthday dinner with my friends and they did that horribly awkward thing where they go around and say their favorite thing about me. And one of my friends was like, I know this is kind of a weird thing, but I've always loved Becca's generosity. And I thought like when she said I was like, I don't love talking about myself or like any of qualities but it was cool to hear other people say things where I was like oh that's cool that that's something that they notice or that they appreciate because when you're doing it or like when that's who you are or like you don't want acknowledgement for it you know Mm -hmm. like you don't you're not like out there saying promoting everything you're giving to people you're just doing it because it's what you should do
0: exactly I think it's also just kind of who you are so you don't notice that you're doing it because it's just that's just what you do you know so it's like besides even like obviously you're not gonna be like oh, I do this or whatever it's like that's just like second nature to you at that point that's what I mean by like I think who you are matters so much more than what you do and like what you do obviously is important and like go for like your dreams and goals yeah. but like one if you don't like who you are that won't ever mean yeah. anything and then also if you're not like a good person I think like, it's just easier to fall you yeah. know
1: I'll never forget, we had Andy Grammer on our podcast and he talked about having like ego dreams versus like passion dreams Mm -hmm. and how we do so many things for our ego and to have the recognition and the praise. And it doesn't translate as genuine or natural because you're not doing it out of a like passion of your heart. You're doing it for the reaction. Yes. And it's not really helping people when you have that mentality. And it's always stuck with me of like when I have a dream or like something I want to do, I'm like, am I doing this because for my ego Mm -hmm. to get bigger, or am I doing this because I want to do it? Yeah, so I love that. Okay,
0: let's talk about your podcast. Okay. How did this all start? Like, when did you guys begin, and what's the story? So the story is that I was actually a guest
1: host on another podcast of my friends from Bachelor World, Ashley I and Ben Higgins, and he was out of town, so they asked me to come fill in, and it was really fun, and I had a great time, and one of the producers, she was like, would you be interested in starting a podcast? And I told her yes, but I didn't really want it to be Bachelor focused. I wanted to find something else to focus on. And so we decided to kind of focus on pop culture topics. My favorite show is Grey's Anatomy. So that's where the title came mm-hmm. from. But Tanya didn't come on till a few episodes later where we needed a guest filling because I had had my sisters on and they kind of like froze at the mic. And so yeah. we had to like find some a filler space and Tanya works for iHeart for Ryan Seacrest Morning Show. And so that's where we do our podcast. She was already in the studio and we're best friends. So I was like, hey, will you come do a few minutes with me? And it was just so natural. And the chemistry was there. And my producer and I were both looking at each other to like, I think yeah. this is the direction because... At first, it was just me and P- guests would come on and I was kind of talking, bouncing things off the producer. It was a little awkward for me. And so having her come on, just kind of, it was more of a flow. So yeah, we added her to the name, added her picture, and it's been amazing. I started it as literally having another outlet and wanting to just kind of do something fun. I had no idea that it would become what it's become. So it's been really a very exciting surprise. <laughs> How long ago was that now? Two and a half years ago. I okay, think I cool. started September 2017,
0: 2018. That's what cool. the, what the year is it? Twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think twenty eighteen. I'm like, I was trying to think that too. For some reason, January is just like, I don't get it. I am like <laughs> this is the only year I've remembered to write twenty twenty on like dates though. Because it's 2020. Oh, I've been writing 19 on everything. No, I don't. This is the only time ever, <laughs> literally ever. How did you and Tanya meet, though? And when did you
1: guys meet? So, Tanya and I met, oh, God, I don't 2015, I think. And it was at an iHeart event in Vegas. I went with my guy friend who ended up being my boyfriend for a little bit. But we went, and she was not, she is, like, when she knows you, she's so warm and welcoming. But... When she doesn't know you, she's like so excited to see her friends that she kind of, you know, you're yeah. like, she's like, nice to meet you. She's nice and everything. But I totally thought she hated me. I was like, oh, this girl would not like me. I would just see her around and I moved up to L.A. from San Diego and I we shared a wall in our apartment. So, like, we were literally neighbors. Oh, wow. And so we just became friends naturally seeing each other in the building. And then literally she would get mad if I didn't leave my door unlocked for her to just barge in. And it would be like the morning time. And she'd be like, why is your door locked? And I'm like, well, I was sleeping. So I didn't know you were going to come in. So we've been friends, like best friends for a long time. And it's really cool to do a podcast. You're working together and we're so opposite. And it's been, you know, there's been times of navigating our personality differences, but for the most part, it's just been the best thing ever.
0: Is it really fun to work with your best friend? It's so fun. Yeah. And it
1: doesn't, I'm not saying this as like a cliche, but it genuinely doesn't feel like work because yeah. I just feel like we're, I'm going and we're having like a catch up moment. Yeah. You know, and it's just being recorded. Where do you guys record? We record at the iHeart Studio. Where is that? Burbank.
0: Okay. I thought it was in the Valley, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, tell me about winning. You won two People's Choice Awards, right? Yeah, we did. Okay, wait. I need to hear everything. The whole process. (laughs) We'd love to know. So the first year of the People's Choice Awards,
1: which that was the first year they did podcasts. So I was actually in Nantucket with my best friend celebrating her birthday. And I get a text saying, here's the list of People's Choice Award for best podcast. And I was looking at the names, and it was like Oprah, Dax Shepard, Amy Schumer, like these massive (laughs) people. And then I see it scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Radd. And I literally screamed. I was like, are you kidding me? This is the coolest thing to be nominated with these people, like some of the biggest podcasts out there. And here we are with them. And so to be honest, when we started posting about voting, I was just thinking like, we're up against, you know, we'll see what happens. And then it got narrowed down to the final six or final eight. And so going into the award show, it was kind of like, all right, we're up against Lady Gang, who had a sh- TV show on E! And that's yeah. who People's Choice is like hosted by. So we were kind of like, all right, we know who it's going to. So we were totally shocked to win the first one. And it was just the coolest thing because we by far had the smallest... As far as, like, listeners and everything, we had the smallest podcast nominated. That is so cool, though.
0: You were nominated for something with Oprah. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We beat Oprah. I know. That's so crazy.
1: (laughs) It was, like, such a testament to how loyal our listeners are because they were like, we're going to win this for you. Mm -hmm. And... I say this with, I'm not even just, I know everyone feels like, oh, I have the best listeners, but the community we've built is, I like can barely even take credit for it because it's the coolest thing ever. And it was just, we decided to start a Facebook group so people could talk about it. It turned into this like community of people asking for advice and becoming friends in new cities. And it's just been so cool. So then when the second year came around and we got nominated again, they were like, we got you.
0: That is (laughs) so cool. Yeah. I have a Facebook group, too. It's the best thing ever. I know. I've run into, like, multiple times, like, groups of girls. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we literally met from your Facebook group. It's the best thing. It's the coolest thing ever. It is so cool. What do you think it is about, like, your podcasting community? Like, how do you—I don't know how to necessarily ask this question. But, like, what do you think it is that has created, like, such a tight community?
1: You know, I have to give a lot of credit to Tanya because she is, like, this positive force of, like, pure sunshine in human form and her whole what she preaches and how she lives her life is positivity, women empowerment, like believing in yourself, going for what you want. And I've always been not so I'm not a pessimist by any means, but I do have days where I'm like, eh, you know, yeah. she's like always ready to go. She's like excited <laughs> about everything. And I think she brings that to the podcast. And I think people who listen feel that. And I think she's very relatable in the sense that she's such an open book and I'm a little bit more private and reserved, but she, I think, talks about things that sometimes people don't like to talk about because they're either embarrassed or they feel defeated or they are insecure about it. And I think she brings this element of relatability to girls who maybe haven't had anyone to look up to in that way. I'm not like discrediting what I bring to the table, but I'm just saying genuinely, like, I think that it's affected how I view life and how I live my life. So I know that's a big part of how our listeners feel too. Yeah. And I think we've just always really been quick to not let people bash other people, you know, like if we see that on the podcast group, it's like, you know, a lot of people are quick to be like, "Hey, this isn't what this group is about. Like we don't we don't talk about people like that." It's just cool. It's cool to see people step up and stand up for people, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think too just it opens like kind of a door like being more I mean, it is like it's just being more relatable, but Mm -hmm. just kind of letting people in. People feel more connected, connected, and they feel they're more connected at that point. So at that point, they're just more loyal because like it genuinely does feel like a friendship at that Mm -hmm. point. It's like, oh, like, I know them, you know, because especially a podcast, like, you sit there and you listen to those people for an hour or whatever it is a week. Like, that is a long, like, (laughs) for someone to actually listen to your podcast, that's a commitment. So, they have to like you, you know? Yeah, I'm the
1: same. I, like, think about the podcast that I
0: listen to when I'm,
1: like, driving and I'm sitting in traffic and I'm, like, this is how people feel when they listen to, Mm -hmm. like, they take their time when they're available to have free time and they listen to our podcast which is it's kind of a really cool concept (laughs) no it is really cool
0: (laughs) okay talking about like being more closed off like i can only imagine how weird it was going from like life to the bachelor like and then everyone just like i mean i don't even want to say knowing your life because people don't ever actually know your life so that's not the right phrase but like was it just so like bizarre like what did it (laughs) feel like well and also like your hometown like what was it like there You know? So
1: I was living in San Diego at the time. So my hometown, specifically my hometown on the show, was very interesting because I got there, but I was like, you know, I, I only saw my family. I didn't get to like go explore. I saw my family have my date and then I flew right back to LA. But it was very unique because my best friend from high school is who nominated me to go on the show. And I went and met with the casting people and they were awesome, but they sent me home with this like massive application. And I was like, eh, I'm not, like I don't care enough to fill that out. And my coworker at the time was like, oh no, we're filling, the- I'll help you. Like we're filling this out. So um, I was very indifferent, I guess, about going on the show. I was kind of like, oh, if it's meant to be, I'll go. And if it's not, that's fine. I have a great life. I don't like need. And at the time it wasn't this like influencer, post-bachelor yeah, like life. revolve
0: type thing. Yeah, yeah, so like
1: I had, I literally was just like, maybe I'll get to travel
0: to some cool you places. You didn't see what it, would, it could be at well, all. Well, yeah, and yeah. at the time,
1: I think Ben season, which was the second season I did, that was when social media started having a moment for bachelor people Mm -hmm. and reality people in general. And so when I went on, I just got dumped in the final two on that season and I just went back to work and I couldn't say anything for a few months. Like everyone thought I had gone to rehab. Like no one knew where I was. I was gone for two months. I mean, my family knew, but you know, people at work. So then I got back and then obviously it started and people were like, what? This is so crazy. They wanted to know everything. And the only thing about my life that changed was that I had more followers other than them just following me. It didn't really affect me. And then I'd go places and people would come up and say hi. So then I went back on the second season. Same thing. I went back to work. And then I kind of had that moment of like, okay, I'm ready for something new. I'm ready for a change. So that's when I moved up to LA. But yeah, it was weird. It was like this. I put myself out there and people, obviously, when you do that, it allows them to have an opinion about you Mm -hmm. or have feelings about you. And I always had to remind myself like, the people who don't like me don't know me, you know? And if they don't like me, that's okay too. Like I had to get over that. I've always been like such a people pleaser and wanted everyone to like me. And I had to kind of get over that and realize that that might not be the case always.
0: Yeah. Where were you working? Like I was working for a chiropractor in San Diego. Would people come in there and recognize you? Yeah. <laughs> that is so Yeah, funny. it
1: was funny. And it was a lot. I mean, you know, Monday through like Wednesday-ish was stressful because I would be like trying to do work and they'd want to talk about The Bachelor and people would be like coming in and I'd be talking about The Bachelor. It was just, it was really hard for me to focus. So I was kind of like, okay, I need to change. I feel like I'm not helping them out by being here and I'm a little antsy. So it was weird. It
0: totally changed my life immediately. Okay. So you go away for two months and no one around you can know? Like, so all my close friends and family okay. knew,
1: but you don't have phones. You don't have TV. You don't have like any way of communicating with anyone. So I just like my boss knew the people that I was living with and renting from and everything just worked out. Like my boss was like, go, you'll have a job when you get back. The people I lived with were like, don't worry about paying rent while you're gone. Like, you know, I didn't yeah. have anything to lose. So I was very much like, cool, let's go see what happens. Whereas a lot of girls on that first season I did, they were like, I quit my job to be here. I broke my lease. Like, I was thinking, we're so not guaranteed. Like, we're just, like, depending on this random guy giving us roses for our, like, future. <laughs> you know? It's such a weird
0: concept. When you get back, though, you can't talk. Like, do you sign? I imagining you sign, like, NDAs and stuff. Like, you can't yeah. talk about anything, right? Yeah. So, crazy enough, after the first
1: season. So, I get dumped in a barn in Iowa. And then that was the first season I did. So, I was final two. I got dumped. And then I get a call from my family when I finally get my phone. And... I was going to fly home to them and they're like, we're going to pick you up in like Oklahoma or something because my great grandma had passed away like two days before. But there was so much stress around like the proposal and the breakup that they were like, just, you know, it's almost over like just wait, basically. And so I flew to my great grandma's funeral and my family was like, I just, it was such a weird thing being there. My my family was like, so what happened? I couldn't say anything. And like, It was just a weird whole mix of emotions. You know, it was such a bizarre feeling to come home and not be able to say anything. But like my family knew, but they couldn't say anything. So it's interesting.
0: When you're not able to have like your phone and stuff, do you, okay, like during those two months, do you just feel like you're living in like another reality? Like another world? I loved it. Like I had such
1: mixed emotions getting my phone back because I was so excited to talk to everyone. But I had loved like... It's so cool because you're forced to have conversations with people because otherwise you're just sitting alone. And if that first night is so uncomfortable when you get there, like out of the limo, you walk into a room, like everyone's beautiful and like perfect. And naturally, if we all had our phones, we'd be like sitting in the corner on our phones. So it forces you to like really step out of your comfort zone. And then once I didn't have it, I just felt free because I was like, I have no responsibilities. If there's an emergency, they'll contact production and they'll let me know. But Otherwise, I'm just here. Where is it shot? Like, well, the Bachelor Mansion is in Agora. Okay. Agora Hills. Then you travel. Everywhere it was different. Else. I thought I was going to be like traveling all around the world the first season, but he was a farmer. So we stayed in the Midwest yeah. like most of the season, which was really ironic. Um, we <laughs> did go to Bali at the end of the year, which was cool. But yeah, it's fun. Are you single? No. Oh, I was going to say we should.
0: Like, you up on the batch. I have so many friends. I'm like, please, my other roommate right now, I'm like, you should seriously do it. She's like a house... Like, I'm like, you are a mix of, like, house bunny mean girl's mom. Like, I'm like, but, like, small and cute, you know? I'm like, it would be so perfect. Do you feel like also with, like, reality stars, do you, like... When you watch reality shows now, because mm-hmm. obviously you know right. more... Do you feel like you are thinking like oh I know or do you can you still like enjoy them as they are? I mean specifically
1: really bachelor I I don't watch a ton of TV. I watch like a lot of Netflix stuff, but as far as reality TV the Bachelor, of course. I watch it with it, you know. I know what happened there. Like, that was a producer thing. or It's interesting because if you watch the show long enough, you see, like, the character roles that are on there. Even though it's not scripted or anything, you see, like, what character they're creating or whatever. What storyline. It's funny watching it because I do have, like, a different view. And if I'm watching with my friends, I'm like, oh, they get so mad at something. And I'm like, you guys,
0: that was obviously a production thing. And yeah. they're like, how are we supposed to know? We've never been on The Bachelor. <laughs> People get so, like, they will really aggressively dislike someone. Yes, And I'm like, guys, I'm like, I promise you that was probably not even really them. (laughs) Also, if something is so played up time and time and time again, it's production. Mm -hmm. It's probably not them. Like, you're not producing it. Right. You know, so it's like... Yeah, you're not editing
1: it. You're not producing it. You're not in charge. It's funny, though, because there's always, like, the villain. And I'm like, I... Guarantee most of the time, if you met the villain, you'd probably like her. Like, yeah, she's always like nice and normal. She's not mean or malicious, but
0: you know, it's what keeps us entertained. Uh, People love it. I seriously want to watch it. No, you need to watch. I it I will. It's I, just, like, it, it's so it, early on this season. You could totally catch up. I need to, and I will be the person who's the biggest fan. Like that's yeah. the thing. I know <laughs> that I'm going to absolutely love it. Like it's just so ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for seriously, this me. was so much fun. I Where know. can they find you?
1: You can listen to our podcast, Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, wherever you can listen to podcasts. Uh, Instagram, Becca Tilly. Twitter, Becca Tilly5. But mostly, I just stalk other people on
0: that. Yeah, that's how I am with Twitter. I'll randomly be like, oh, I have a lot of yeah, good tweets. Too. And it's like, it'll be a five-day period. I'm like, those are all funny. Great job. And then the next two weeks, you hear nothing from me. Like, that is yeah. so funny Same. It's just rough. I like have some, I'm like,
1: all of a sudden, I'm just so witty. And I'm yes. like, I'm here for it. And the next, I'm like... I'm just here to read.
0: Yep. (laughs) My Twitter is funny. Like, that's all we have. Okay, well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed that. I will have Becca linked down below. You guys should go listen to her podcast, um, follow her on Instagram, all that stuff. But I love you guys so much. Hope you guys enjoyed. Again, don't forget the new Yeehaw merch is now available on Amazon as well as all the old stuff. But we are really focusing on this Yeehaw merch. If you guys have not already joined the Facebook group, you guys need to join the Facebook group. It's where all the cool kids hang out. It's super fun also if you guys have not joined the mailing list for the newsletter you guys are really missing out it is so much freaking fun but i love you guys so much hope you enjoyed today's episode and i'll talk to you guys soon